morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and bring you what is new in the Japanese music industry. This is the week of Friday, July, June 30th. I do not want it to be July yet, which it's going to be soon. I'm your host, Luna, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And I definitely want it to be July. My beach trip is in like two weeks, so I'm just like, I'm counting the days, counting the days. I can't wait. I don't want July because that means summer's starting to be halfway over, and it's also going to be super, super hot because it's been over 100 degrees this week. Well, you you have to look at it in the manner in which the calendar falls because Summer doesn't start till June 21st, 22nd. So we're only like a week and a half into summer. I know, but still, it to me, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's that, the colloquial summer is a little different, yeah. And summer kind of ends in August, culturally speaking, even though seasonally it runs through mid-September. Yes. Yeah. Right, so as you can tell, it's Dos Compadres for, the, for, right, uh, for today. Ken is lucky and in the coolest place ever right now well he's he's back in japan for a little bit super super jealous and i know he will be having a great time there but i do wish if i was joining him but we look forward to having him back next time so right now gray how have you been what have you been listening to yeah no and i believe me i think i think we all feel like man you know if we could be with ken we would uh because man uh, I would love to go back to Japan. Also, I'd just like to see Ken again. Like, man, it's been too long. But I've been listening to uh, a few things. I've been listening to uh, Ayumu Imazu's Pixel album. I, I know it came out last year, uh, but uh, we re- recently uh, talked about him and I've been checking that out. And I-, I have been loving this album. It is really good. Tangerine and Juice are just freaking amazing. Like, like, I, I, like, man, I just, I want to hear Tangerine right now, honestly. <laughs> it's like, it's so good. Uh, I, I need to stop listening to this. I've, I've got other stuff I need to listen to, but man, it's, it, it keeps drawing me in. It's like this magnetic force. It just, I, I, I love it so much. It's so good. So I've been enjoying that quite a lot. I, I've been really enjoying uh, Akira Takano's latest single, uh, zone oh man like this, this is really good i i love uh akira takana who is a music corner alum and I, I he i favored him favorited him as one of my artists on apple music and so he dropped zone a couple of weeks ago but it's been on repeat for me i, I love it it's more of a dance number it's more a little bit more dancey but I, I do. I like it a lot. It, it's really good. It's just, it hits right. Uh, and I think he kills it. I, I think he's in the zone with this release. And I, I just absolutely love it. So I, I've been listening to that. The Beat Garden has dropped their latest album, Bell. And it is really good. Uh, it is really good. I think the best song on the album is Start Over, which is the first track. That that is that is such a great song. It's so good. Uh, it it's is just powerful and moving. I I really love it, and I, I've been really enjoying this album as a whole. It's just so so good, and 
if you have not checked it out, if you enjoyed uh, Beat Garden when we talked about them for Music Corner and you haven't checked out Bell yet, you're missing out because this is really good. Uh, I have discovered a new artist by the name of Kenya Fujita. And this man is amazing. So his latest single is called Mask in Love. And it is amazing. It, it His style, if, you, if you're curious as to like kind of what he sounds like, and I conferred this with my wife, uh, she, she agreed with me. He has like an American sort of 90s R&B style that he does for his music. So if you kind of like 90s R&B, I'm trying to think of a R&B artist off the top of my head that was popular in the 90s. And I am drawing a blank because I'm that bad. But he sounds like a 90s R&B artist, like what you would hear in America. And he is fantastic. Uh, I love Mask in Love. It is so good. It's so beautiful. It's rich. Uh, It's just this moving piece and composition. And he has some amazing vocals that he does in this and you know, my wife who's not really into Japanese music much like your your husband Luna uh she she complimented the song and said it was really good so this is definitely uh just he's on my radar and I, I'm waiting for him to drop an album because uh, I'm eager to see what that album looks like uh but Kenya Fujita is somebody to keep an eye out for. Uh, he is he is really, really good. And as soon as he drops an album, you will be hearing more about him. Uh, that is a promise. Uh, I've also been checking out... So one of the new... And, and I need to go and look up uh, the Exile Tribes and their junior generations because... Uh, uh, I've discovered one, and I'm curious to see if there's more than one or one, because the last one that I know that debuted was the Ballistics. But one has debuted since then that I know of, and I've disco- I discovered them back in March, and that's Psychic Fever from Exile Tribe. Well, they dropped their first... Actually, I think it's their second album. It is their second album. But it's called psychic file one so maybe it's their first official album but they dropped this album and oh i have been listening to this thing on repeat since ever since uh the opening track is called baku baku and oh my god i I, it's 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 my song i love it so much it is easily like number two uh, for the year for me, if not more. Uh, I know recency bias is playing a, a big role in this, but man, I just like this. This it hits. It's, it's it's a good dance number that it works on so many levels. And I mean, the whole album is really good. I'm a little indifferent on highlight, which is the number two track, but the rest of the album is. I enjoy quite a lot, but I, I love Baku Baku uh, and their release that they had in March was forever. 
and that was really good too. Now, Forever was a a ballad, and Baku Baku is a dance number, but it's 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 more my style of dance. It's not like club dance. It's just like a a really upbeat song about a uh, what a girl makes a guy feel when he falls in love. If that makes sense, because the the song title comes from the description of what his heart does when he sees her. So, and and if you want to know what the song's talking about, you can watch the music video for it, and the, it has subtitles, is English subtitles, so even though you don't understand what they're saying, you can get a feel for what they're saying, uh, and I, I, I do, I love it. Like, the, the chorus, you know, goes, my heart goes baku baku. Uh, I, I just, I love this to death. It's so good. It's just, oh man, it's such a fun track, and... I, I've been loving this, but uh, like I said, I don't, I, I've, I've kind of, I'm out of step on the Exile Trap, so I don't know if this is the latest group that's debuted or if there's another. I, I, uh, there's a, the Rampage has a subgroup they're called Massive. So <laughs> now the subgroups are getting subgroups, which is very interesting. Uh, but, and I could be wrong on that because uh, I haven't been able to look into it, but there is a group on Apple music called massive from the rampage. So, and it, it's under this, they're lumped in the same group as like the exile tribes. So like, I, I need to do a little bit of research, but I think it's a subgroup of, of the rampage. So I need to, get up to date on the exiled tribe, the junior exile tribes. Uh, they're, they're getting numerous at this point. Uh, I've also been checking out all mine by ice cream, which is really good. And you, you know, it, it allowed me in, in a good way to like rediscover ice cream and go check out their uh, album. I, uh, the special edition, the, well, I guess it's a self-titled album. But uh, I've been listening to that too, and it, it's really good. Uh, and uh, I've been really loving that. And uh, all mine is really, really good. Uh, it it allowed me to, uh, you know, I think I, I liked them when we talked about them last year. But you know, it, we do the show enough, like you know, things get lost in the shuffle. And this was just a good opportunity to rediscover ice cream and you know these girls are really good and really talented i need to add them to my favorite artist favorites so i can stay up to date on their releases as they come out because uh, that it just makes it a lot easier when, when you favorite the artists <laughs> like they'll like they come to you instead of you having to go look for them so uh but i this was uh an amazing release by them uh i very well done so i've been really enjoying that too but i think that's about all i've been listening to what have you been checking out luna you've been listening to a lot more than you thought oh yeah well lately i've been so usually at work i'm stuck in a truck riding shotgun and listening to whoever has what on and i just haven't had a chance to listen to a whole lot and lately I've been on, on my own a lot more and I've been able to listen to a lot more as a result. So I've been listening to quite a lot and I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited to talk about what I've been listening to because 
I'm loving what I'm listening to so much. It's just such a blast. All right. Well, I'll share what I've been listening to. So as everyone knows, or people who follow me, Cream dropped their newest album. And I couldn't be more excited because I have been waiting for this. It's called Chapters. And it came out in the 23rd. And I've literally had it on repeat the last several times. I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing it. But there are a lot of already released songs such as Game Over, How Many Times, Fridays were the previously released tracks for it. But they also had seven new tracks, so a total of ten. And I will say it's solid. And it's a lot more chill than some of their previous albums because most of you know they do a lot of EDM club music, that type of thing. And they are a, they're a formal, former music, uh, music, sorry, Music Corner alum, and it's a rapper and a vocalist, Dax T, and then Minami's the vocalist. So I, I love their duo. I love their combination. They just flow really well together. But this album just seems a lot more relaxed than previous ones, and I, I really like it. It's such an easy listen to. One of my favorite tracks still by them right now is Game Over off of it. I think it's just such a well-written track. It's easily relatable. And I love Minami's vocals, and I think Stax T's rap is really good in it. Um, They also got a summer song, and it's already on my mind. It's called Ready for Summer. And it's a lot of fun. It is, it's not as good as Banana, because that will always be my forever summer song, along with One Last Kiss. But Ready for Summer is definitely up there. It has a great beat. The lyrics totally make sense. It's super catchy. And it's easy to sing along too, but I, I'm loving that one. Ooh La La is also really good. Of course, Fridays, I already had that on my listening channel before that. I Need You is also very good. I think the album as a whole is honestly great. And I highly recommend it. That's been one of the big things in my playlist. And Stax T did produce it all, so he's, he's known as T-Beats. So he did, he did all the production for it. And then I've also been listening to Beverly's new single called Bumpy. And it's a lot of fun. I mean, Beverly has great vocals and you hear that in Bumpy. It's an upbeat, poppy song. And it has a good summery feel to it as well. I just loved the way... Beverly knows how to utilize her uh, her her vocals match with the composition and it sh- it always shows that fun side of her when she does tracks like this. I'm also still listening to Superfly's Heatwave. I know I talked about it last time, but it is a solid album and I'm thinking about pulling the plug and buying it. The lead track Heatwave is just phenomenal, but I also love Spring is Graduation, Love and Peace Again, Power of Hug, Farewell is a phenomenal ballad. So all in all, I mean, solid album from Superfly. I also talked a little bit about Pool last week, I believe. I hope I did. If I didn't, they are a artist I discovered while just putting on a random playlist that was new music. And it was an Apple, Apple Choices ones artist I didn't have on my list. And as I was driving, I'm like, oh, this is really good. I need to try to hit the plus sign on this, but I can't really pick up my phone while I'm driving. 
But Night Step by Pool is fantastic. They have a great, like, chill vocals. It's a female vocalist, but their compositions are really nice. There's some you can dance to, but it's not club dancing. It's more of that nice, chill, kind of bob your head type of dancing. But I discovered a couple of their other songs as they released an album last year called Two. And... It is, there's some great ones in there. I recommend Metro just has such a sick beat that immediately pulled me in. And it's more of that dance vibe, but more of like 2000s techno dance vibe. And so it's not like club dancing, but it's still that you can dance to it. It's just a really hard to describe. And a 19 air was also really good. So far, those are the two ones I've, along with, um, along with Night Step that I've been listening to on repeat. And I'm looking forward to checking out a couple of their other releases because they've released a good chunk in 2022 and, uh, some new singles in 23 as well. But I'm greatly liking their music. It's unique and I recommend them. They're very interesting and I think... I think that it'll be, it's like a fresh start. I don't know. So, and then I also just, I was listening to some Salasa again, and I discovered a collaboration track called Wise with Volquo, Reina, and Salasa. And it is just, I, I already like Reina because she did another song that I liked with Viviola. And so when I was listening to, Salasa, I noticed, oh, Raina's on this track. I need to check it out. And I, it, it's, it's a nice, chill R&B track. And it's good. It's one you can kick back, have some easy listening to. Both Raina and Salasa have great vocals in it. And Salasa has more of that chill type of sound, which is what I really like. And I haven't heard Quote, I, I don't know how to say their name. But I haven't heard them yet, but I like this is something that I really enjoy. And then I went back to listening to Sincere. I'm still listening to her. She is absolutely fabulous. Like her vocals are so good. And one of my favorite songs by her is Keeps Beating off her Just Living EP. I also love her track I'll Be, which is also off Just Living. But probably one of my favorites by her... Because I went through Sincere's whole discography when I discovered her. I'm just like, she is so good. And Just Living is from 2023, which was really exciting. It's something new. is her Time album from last year. But she has a song called Lucky featuring Viola, and it is so freaking good. I just absolutely love it. And Back in My Dreams, it's a nice guitar version. Oh my god, it's a guitar session. It's just her playing the guitar singing. So good. Recommend that as well. I also loved uh, All I See featuring Nanashi and Reminder. And Sincere does a lot of mixtures with English and Japanese, but she's a very soulful voice. And you hear a lot of instruments coming through, like the saxophone, the trombone. And she mixes it up. It's not just one type of style. Some will sound more jazzy. Some will sound a little more poppy. Some will sound more R&B. And I like that her voice is easily 
easily fits to those genres. And then sometimes you'll hear that girl with guitar type of thing, too. And she can really pull it off and has such a great range. And she had dropped a new single called Water. And I absolutely fell in love with that as well. It was honestly her Just Living EP that got me super into her. But her new single, Just Water, is so nice, soothing. Her vocals are just perfect. So I greatly enjoyed that, too. And then I still am listening to Sakamoto Maya's newest album, Kyoku no Toshokan, which is great. I'm, I really want to pull the trigger on it, but I just want to make sure I have enough to actually pay, you know, pay, pay for shipping. But Naimono de Dari, Unmute, Time Traveler are really good. Sumide is really good. I think her whole album is great. And with Sakamoto Maya, you know what type of style you're getting. She just has such soothing vocals, and I love her compositions. It's just, whenever I'm in the, she just has this relaxing music that just puts me at ease. It's like comfort music. So, on another note, not Japanese-related, but I did want to share it because, I mean, she did inspire a song that took the whole world by storm, and it is Adina Menzel. So, she actually came to my city and performed live. And I did get to see her. I wasn't close. I was really far away. But she sang some songs from... She sang Defying Gravity from, as you know, Wicked. And she did Let It Go from Frozen, which is what I said by Take the World by Storm. I remember when we were in Japan, all as we heard was Let It Go in Japanese. Arino, mama no. So I know that in Japanese, not English, which has cracked me up. So when I heard her sing it live, I thought of the Japanese version. And she also sang some songs from Rent, which made me very happy because, I mean, I absolutely love it. And, and Idina is such a amazing vocalist. I wish if she sung I Stand, but she she sung a lot of tracks off her new album that's coming out. If you don't know who she is, I do recommend looking up Idina Menzel. She is such a phenomenal vocalist, like one of the most powerful I've ever heard. But I wanted to mention that one. I also discovered an artist. I don't even know how to say their name. It's Seven Cole. And it's the number seven with C-O behind it. I discovered them when I was listening to Sincere. And I saw their recommended ones. And their song Lowly Night is so freaking good. Oh my god. It is, if you like EDM techno style of music, I highly recommend it. Great style. I love their vocals. And I, I'm just like, wow, the it blew me away. I haven't checked out any of their other tracks yet. And I noticed they have a few from 22 and 23. And I'm looking forward to listening to more because Lonely Night just had this sick beat that was so good and just pulled you in and just kept you wanting to uh, more, more and listen to. And then the other new artist I discovered, and I'm still going to be digging into more, uh, more of her stuff, is Kaoru to uh, Tominaga. And I found her by accident, also listening to Sincere. And she has one of the most soulful voices, and it reminds me of a mixture of Double, aka Takako, um, the, the one, the the remaining sister and with a combination of like Janet Jackson, because she has the most 
she has very soulful vocals. Very, very soulful. And it reminds me of 90s R&B. Even the compositions, like straight down to it. Composition, super 90s. Her vocals are just pure soul. And when I heard her, I was just blown away. I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm, I just got taken back to the 90s and when I absolutely love that R&B style and her track I Wish You Were Here with Zen and Shoasano whew, oh my goodness it is amazing and she utilizes a lot of English and goes back and forth but it's such a smooth transition she also gives me that Crystal K vibe a little bit too with her smoky vocals at times but her album Blackfire, her EP Blackfire, is great so far. I've only listened to a handful of tracks off of it, but the lead track Blackfire is fantastic. And you really know what you're getting into when you hear a few of her tracks. You get that idea. This is like, if you like that soul, then I highly recommend checking her out. And any the other things are just my usual playlist. I had my hip hop playlist on with AI especially because I watched two of her concerts this week and I will say AI puts on amazing tour. Seeing her sing Story Live just made me freaking cry even though it was on DVD. I still cried because that that track is just amazing. Uh, but I had Not So Different featuring A-Witch, The Moment featuring Yellow Bugs. Also had her story track on there. California featuring Delhi. But I went down this whole AI kick. And then had some, I went back to Blackpink because... My uh, husband bought their their first album on vinyl, and I actually started listening to How You Like That Again, because I do love that track. And then the other ones are random. It has Cream on there, so because they had their new album, I did go back to some of my, my usuals, such as Kissing Part 2, Playboy, Banana, Futati, Futati Tim's Party. So pretty much your basics there. But I just wanted to share some of the new music I was listening to. That way, if anyone was interested in hearing some new artists, there's been some great discoveries for 2023 so far. All right. And we're going to get into our topic. And this week, we're going to talk a little, we're going to talk about the numbers, the six month mark for 2023, because one artist in particular has just outshined this year and has become the top. And great, can you guess, looking at everything that's charted this year, and we've had a lot of artists chart. I mean, you're talking, yeah, Sobe, Snowman, Stones, King and Prince, um, Nogizaka, Naniwa Danshi. So... I mean, there's been so many big charting artists. Who do you think right now is the top artist and is just annihilating everyone else? If you didn't know the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to say Stones for entertainment value. Well, I mean, (laughs) unfortunately, they didn't make the top 10 of this No, they're not on here at all. No, No, but... You are right. They they did make it for albums. They didn't make it for singles, but they made number four for albums because they their new out their newest album had come out in January, and I mean they did very well album wise. And there's no doubt they're a top 
contender in general. I mean, Johnny's has been killing it. So with that, I'm I'm going to say who it is and we're going to dive into it. But it is a Johnny's artist. So it's King and Prince. And I mean, they have like, they have annihilated this year. And they made, I mean, the news. It's the talk of Japan. And they've just looking at the releases they've done this year alone it has totaled up to i'm try, i'm trying to say i'm going to say it in um in yen so it is pretty they have totaled up to da, 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 da. that's euros where's the yen So they pretty much sold 1.2 million physical copies of their latest album, Mr. Five. But here's the kicker, because they also had a single release earlier this year before the album even came out. And that alone sold 1.14 million copies. And you think about that, they've sold almost 3 million copies worldwide. So according to this, their sales amount uh, is eighteen point four, uh, eighteen point four one billion yen, and that surpasses Arashi's best, which was ten point nine five billion. Yeah, and that's a big deal to have that much money in sales. And looking at the numbers right now, King and Prince on the Oricon for that six month mark. They're number one in singles with their Life Goes On We Are Young single that released in February. That sold the 1.4 million copies alone. Snowman wasn't far behind, though, with their with their Tapestry W single. They were at like 1.1 million almost. Yeah, they they got really close. And I'm mean, just to show like, you know, Johnny's is one and two uh, and then, you know, it, it kind of dies off from there, but you, you know, you talk about a shift in the industry, I right? and the, um, you want to look at like the popular girl idol groups. Well, the best selling girls idol group right now is Nogizaka Forty Six, and that they're at six hundred and fifty three thousand. Like not even close. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, it isn't. And then not to mention, looking at the albums, King and Prince's newest album that came out in April, 1.3, almost pretty much I'm just going to say 1.4 million copies, rounding up. And Snowman also is not far behind with 1.2 million copies. I mean, Snowman is catching up to King and Prince. But it just shows like King and Prince is doing so well. And this doesn't count some of their other singles that have sold bonkers this year. Because Cinderella Girl was on the charts la- uh, when uh, for June. Well, for technically May. Yeah, they, yeah, they were on the charts. Cinderella yeah, they, Girl they, popped they, back up. They they did a, I saw they did a uh, updated version of Cinderella Girl. Yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they're still charting, which is crazy. You know, and I, I'm so happy to see that. And this is a big shift because, 
we've talked previously, you know, with Adashi on hiatus and not knowing when they'll come back, who is going to take the lead at Johnny's? And who's who's taking the lead in industry in general? And right now, Johnny's is taking the lead in industry. And King and Prince right now is leading that. In uh, you know the numbers speak for themselves, but you know I will say I'm I'm really surprised Snowman you know is doing so well this year uh, in you know having the number two single, having the number two album. I mean they're just they're on the heels of King and Prince. Uh, they're having a fantastic year too, and you know when they debuted with Stones like in the beginning i it, it got it was a little uh, the popularity of stones was a little bit higher than snowman so to see that flip it's very interesting very it very is. interesting and i also feel like both groups have come a long way since their debut and have have challenged themselves doing many different styles and i feel like they've grown as artists and just like king and prince too king and prince has also challenged themselves doing different styles as well but still keeping that that johnny's you know and that johnny's name and what they are but still changing it up and just seeing how far all of them have come and I, I'm very happy to see where Snowman and Stones have come and that they're up there now with King and Prince is honestly something I didn't expect all those years ago when they debuted. I never thought I'd see them, you know, almost neck and neck with King and Prince, you know, so yeah, close. I, I always thought, you know, they'd have, it'd be popular and they'd have a following and stuff like that, kind of like Heisei Jump and Johnny's West, you know, kind of in that vein, but uh for them to be this popular it's it's really surprising uh because i mean we've known since they debuted king and prince is going to be big i i think these numbers kind of show how big they've gotten because i didn't realize they were this popular but we always knew they'd be a force to be reckoned with and and it they, they are they they've really lived up to that promise because you know when they debuted they they're kind of forecasted to be the next Arashi and to kind of surpass Arashi is, it's like, yeah, we're, we, yeah, we're, we've taken the title and we're going farther with it. And I mean, they've only been, this is what year four they debuted in what? 2019. So I, I mean, it's, they're just getting started. King and Prince is just getting started. They're not, they 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 are just in the early stages of their music career so it is going to be very interesting to see where they go and how long they can stay on top yeah no i agree and it it's just amazing seeing this and i also wanted to make a call out cuz there's one artist and right now, this is only the six-month mark, so this could all change by the beginning of the year. I mean, the end of the year. Oh, Lord. Listen to me. And I am very... I cannot wait to see end of the year numbers, but just seeing these numbers alone is very amazing. But one artist that could change the thing single-wise, I want to call into account, is Yao Sobi. Has really... Their track, Idol, has taken the world by storm. And I... I do know a big part of it is Oshino Cole, but 
I wanted to call attention to Idol, even though it's at number four, and right now it's only at about 800, 802,000, almost 803. The thing is, is this has been charting, this has been in the charts nonstop. I mean, it's been charting every week, and depending on how King and Prince keeps charting and if their records keep charting, Yawasobi could overtake it because they made the world charts. I mean, they made the world charts, which is a big deal on yeah, Apple. Yeah, if you look, if you look at the digital uh, rankings, it's number one. Uh, and uh, I mean, you know, and you know, Yal Sobi's audience is online. That's like one of the things that is always kind of hurt Yal Sobi when it comes to like these sales rankings and sales charts. Is all the audience that loves Yal Sobi. I, I to me personally, I don't think is that interested in physical media because I I'm, disagree. Because here's why: when they did release a physical copy, that thing sold out. That limited edition, all versions sold out, and it actually sold very well. But I know they did like limited runs. I do think there's if they, I would like to see if they release a physical copy of Idol how that would sell, I wonder how much that would challenge King and Prince for Rain for singles. Because it's the opening of Oshinoko, I would imagine it's going to get a physical release and there's going to be like an anime edition and all that fun stuff. Well, so, yeah. Because, I mean, they typically do that. They do, they do. Uh, so it's just awaiting that physical release. But if Yawasobi, let's per se, drops the single and let's say they drop an album this year. Don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, King and Prince dropped their album. They got, and King and Prince is bound to have more singles this year. Yes, they just dropped an album, but with, with Johnny's artist, I feel like he, they, they genuinely drop a good amount of singles too, you know, within a year, even if they drop an album. So I could see King and Prince maybe having one more single, maybe two by end of year. But what I'm curious is about Yao Sobi, because for a while they were releasing them back to back to back. So I know right now they have Idol, but if they did release an album this year and a few more singles, they could come up from behind, you know, being an underdog and push push up. But then again, we also got Snowman and Stones. I don't want to count them out either. So let, let me ask you this question because I, I, I'm curious. I If you go to the digital uh, singles, the number two artist... I've never heard of. Uh, do you know who 10 Feet is? Not offhand. Is it 10 Feet, like T-E-N-F-E-E-T? It's the number 10 hyphen feet, F-E-E-T. I've never heard of them. I know who they are. So 10 Feet, they have been around since 97. So they are a Japanese rock band under Universal. So they're like alt-rock, pop-punk, hardcore I have a feeling they're gotcha. on there because they had not been on there for a while. And they're, yeah, they did release an album last year. So, and they seem to do pretty steady in general, but I'm sure it's due to their hardcore fans too. And being, being someone who's been in the industry for so long, I'm pretty sure that's why they're on there. That makes sense, but because uh, um, yeah, I was, I was looking at it, I was like ten feet, zero feeling by ten feet. I'm like, oh. 
Yeah, and that's specifically for digital. The so I should yeah, I wanna uh, this is digital. Yeah, the yeah. one that we're referring to the six month, it pretty much combines digital and physical all together. So we're getting the best of both worlds. That way it gives you the actual number. So you get to see a good combination of both and you're not just you're not going back and forth trying to figure that out too. But it's nice to be able to see the them as a whole and see how the digital and physical comp- compete with each other. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's very interesting just to see the those aspects of it to be honest. Yeah, those the the way like the different things look uh but yeah, the combined yeah. And I I will say, you know, Idol being number 4 it is really really good. And so that, you know, they've had 802,000 sales, almost 803,000 sales. So, like, Idol's selling really good. Uh, I'll be honest, I've never heard of, I had never heard of until we started uh, getting ready for the show. I had never heard of New Jeans, so I had to to go look up New Jeans because I was like, who's this? They're number five, so they're a, hot up-and-coming Korean group with a few singers. Yes, they're doing a giant pop-up event in my city this weekend for them, actually, which surprised me. I did want to mention something about Idol because the... So the other reason it's selling so well is the physical version actually dropped last week. So it's been charting digitally since April, but the physical copies, which are... Uh, you're not going to be able to get them because they were all limited releases. So, uh, if you, uh, especially on CD Japan, they are all sold out. And I would love to know how limited they were. But that did drop. And also, they released a vinyl version of it as well. So, Idol really hit on all levels. And it looks like being a limit limited release on many... I, I'm very curious on on how many they printed of each of these, but it has been charting nonstop. And with Oshino Cole's popularity, I can see it keep going. But with the same time, you know, we we do have other contenders that could easily just come up out of nowhere. I mean, like, Gray, you mentioned New Jeans is a new group, and they already made it to almost 800,000 copies. Very close, 778 which is amazing. And I will say, I'm not going to count Kenshino y- Yonezu out yet. Yeah, he, when he has a hit, it hits hard. So, and you know, he's, he's on, he's number six for kickback, which came out in November of last year. So, you know, he's due for another one. Well, he did so. have a new digital single drop. Yes. That literally yes. just came out. And I'm I'm wondering if he does release an album this year, that could blow everyone out of the water. So I feel like I, I feel like there's good competition, but right now, I mean King and Prince is showing they are the kings, and I I'm curious to see if they're gonna be able to maintain that to the end of the year. And and to that point, they're 
a lot of their CDs because of the release of their newest album. I feel like that's also going to help other sales of their other CDs is people are going to go in, pick up the new album, and probably pick up some of their previous ones they don't have. Previous singles, Blu-rays, that type of thing. So I, I feel like that's also a big nudge for King and Prince, but it, it's really running close looking at the list, and it's amazing to see how how close Stones and King and Prince are. That's where I, you know, but I'm still not counting the others out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if uh, the momentum that Snowman has carries through to their next release. Uh, that'll be very interesting if uh, they're able to kind of match these numbers. Because Tapestry is really popular. Oh my gosh, and, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the subtitle is really popular too, and I'm curious if official Hige Dondism is gonna have another release. Uh, but subtitle came out in October of last year. Yeah, and I mean, so, I can see official Hige maybe releasing something else this year as well, and then that would also help boost them. But I will say, with King and Prince doing so well, and as you know, Johnny's is physical. They are all about physical copies. To see them alone sell that many physical copies as much as they did shows that physical media is still popular. And I mean, yes, this is Japan, but you think a lot of people over the world are probably buying and importing some of these too, but just think it's still popular in Japan and it shows that it can still sell bonkers. Just looking at the numbers and seeing people still want that connection, that physical media to hold in their hand and it also, I feel like, gives artists a good range of creativity. You know, I mean, digital-wise, yeah, you get to listen to it. You can hear the you know, the creativity in their music. But I sometimes having that physical one, they come up with cool box art. They come up with cool CD designs. You got your photos. They can add unique um, items with it that are, like, additional items. So I feel that it's... It's great still to have that around and King Prince shows that's King and Prince Johnny's in general are showing that's something people still want. Yeah, there's just something about physical media. I, I, I'm fairly certain it's never going to go fully away, but it is nice to see that there's still a huge demand for physical media. Oh, I completely agree. And King and Prince is is showing that Stones, Snowman any Johnny's group. So it's, it's just amazing to see it happen and seeing King and Prince just break these records is just watching this something I never imagined. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see where they go from here yeah. and what they do next. Cause it, it's uh very fascinating. Uh, like I said, you know, we've been here since the beginning we we, we covered them when they debuted. So, you know, uh, this is like one of the, like the first groups where we've been able to kind of see their t- trajectory from the start uh, and, and, you know, where they are now. And, you know, even when, even in the beginning, we knew they'd be big. We knew they'd be popular. I, it, it's hard to, you know, like they, they, they're as, it's hard to believe that they hit what they've done and, you never would have guessed that starting out. I was like, yeah, because I, I was like, I know that they'd probably do around Arashi numbers. I never thought they'd kind of 
almost double Arashi's peak on in their fourth year. Yeah. I, I never would have guessed that. That that blows my mind. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I one hundred percent agree. All right. And with that, I know I was really hoping we could talk about our predictions, but I'd love to wait till Ken's back. That way all three of us can discuss it and discuss what we think. And it gives us a little bit more time to really analyze these numbers and think about this in depth. I think I already have my predictions, but at the same time, I want to think this through. And I think we need to pick Ken's brain on these thoughts. All right. And with that, I'm going to conclude the show. And we recommend that you check us out on our website at ongakutu.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ongakutu and like our Facebook page. We also want to give a big thank you to all of our affiliates. Kyoto Hunter, who streams retro and horror video games. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Kyoto Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taft, who is not only a streamer, but a vocalist in his own right. And you can check Timber out at twitch.tv slash Timber Taft, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out my sister, Rosalie who has been streaming some Final Fantasy, Monster Hunter, and some Genshin lately. You can follow her on twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And last but not least, you can also follow Fangirl Has No Name, and where she, I'm sure, is very excited about that new Zelda game that just dropped. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Fangirl has no name, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And don't forget to follow our usual host, Ken, where he tweets about Ina Iba, Bang Dream, Joshi Pro, D for DJ, and more at O-T-Y-Ken1. That is O-T-Y-K-E-N-1. And don't forget to check out the podcast that Kyo Timber fangirl and can do called potasaurus where they discuss various video games and the video game industry you can check that out on all streaming services by looking up kyoto hunter and and gray where can we follow you you can find me on twitter and on gaku gray where i tweet about what i'm watching what i'm playing all that fun jazz so if you're interested in what i'm up to just follow me there and you can follow me at several of the social medias such as the Twitter, my anime list, Anime Planet, Kitsu, Letterboxd, and Storyograph as LunaMaria87. And you can also follow me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna, where I talk about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, and photos of my crazy cats. I highly recommend checking out my Letterboxd, as I've been doing mini reviews of Japanese concerts, such as AI, Kodakumi, And if you like bad movies, I like to post some fun, amusing reviews of those as well. So follow me there. And I want to thank everyone so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and we look, we appreciate you and look forward to talking to you next time. Ja matane!
And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be right back here next week or next time. Bye-bye.